everybody. This is Jarell Krillich, your pre-diabetes health coach, and I am welcoming you to this edition of the Get Moving Minute. I'm going to ask everybody to open your eyes to this wake-up call. We're going to talk about sleep for a couple minutes. I know for so many of us, our long work days can feel like a little bit of an uphill battle, all right, especially on those days when our motivation is, you know, right? If you're struggling to even get out of bed on those days, if you're a snoozer, all right, I want to try, I want you to think about trying this little trick that's going to light a fire, a little fire under your booty. All right. And before I get to the trick, I'm going to tell you why it matters. All right. Have you ever heard of sleep inertia? It's kind of that, that sort of, I'm sort of awake, but I'm not really feeling that awake that we all get when we kind of first open our eyes in the morning or when that alarm first goes up, goes off. I mean, more specifically, it's kind of like a psychological state of impaired cognitive and sensory motor performance right when we wake up. You know, we kind of feel a little drowsy, we're a little disoriented. When our alarm rings during that little in-between time, our impulse often is immediately to go back to sleep. All right. But if we can have this little trick, I'm going to give you a little hack for your back pocket to kind of bypass that urge. It really, really can be helpful in starting the day earlier on time or just at all. Okay. So the challenge that I'm going to put out there is to roll out of bed. Literally just roll out of bed. Have you heard of Mel Robbins, a motivational speaker, um, particularly known for um, a TED talk on this very subject? Um, She's also a five-time New York Times bestselling author and hosts her own podcast. It's called Stepping Back into Excellence. What has people talking in a recent video that she posted about this interesting hack for beating the snooze button? If you don't want to rise when that alarm goes off, think about rolling out of bed instead. All right. It's as simple as that. Literally, number one, slither to the floor and take your time to wake up fully. Roll out of bed, slither to the floor and take your time to wake up fully. Number two, if you're ready, rise to your feet and start your routine. And number three, if you still need a minute or 10, crawl to the bathroom, splash some water on your face. Look, I know it sounds quirky and I know it sounds a little weird and odd, but give it a shot. And then I want you to send me some feedback. Tell me know what you think about this challenge. Try it for a week. See how it goes. It's okay if some of the days you forget not to do it. Here's the deal about the snooze button, okay? Especially if we're struggling to, for, to improve not only the amount of time that we're sleeping, the quality of our sleep. If I've had a rough night of sleep, my first you know, inclination is to hit that snooze button. But I want to challenge each and every one of you. I want you to think about this as well. 
If I consistently set my alarm, I'm just going to give you my own example. If I consistently set my alarm for 5.45 every day and I snooze until 6.15 until or 6.30 and that's when I actually get up out of bed at a consistent time, I'm disrupting my sleep for at least, my, my deep sleep possibly, for at least 30 minutes every single day that I do that. And when you add that up, it's a lot of time. Even if it's just 20 minutes a day, it's a lot of time. So I would challenge the person who is consistently snoozing for 30 minutes every day to say, why not change your time? Go ahead and, I mean, if I'm, if I'm setting that alarm for 5.45 and really getting up at 6.15 every day, what I probably need to do is just get up at 6.15 every day and practice rolling out of bed and not hitting the snooze button. All right, so this is just one little trick, one little hack, you know, thinking about the snooze button, we've got some real science and data to support why it's not a good idea. You know, we just kind of drift back into that, that deep sleep and then we got to get up again and all that we're doing in, in that, using that method is just, is just accomplishing more disturbance to our sleep. We're not really getting more of the restful sleep that we need. And I'm going to, before I let everybody go with this challenge, I'm going to tie this into why sleep is important when we are pre-diabetic, why sleep is important when we are trying to gain blood sugar control, why sleep is important when we are working hard to make some changes so that we can maintain and sustain a healthy weight for us. You know, when anytime we are sleeping, you know, less than our, um, I'm sorry, I can't talk, less than seven to eight hours a night, if we're sleeping five, six hours a night, or consistently five or less, that's considered chronic sleep deprivation. And anytime, even just one day of sleeping five hours a night, even though we think that we can get up and function well throughout the day, it throws off our blood sugar control for the entire next day the entire next day from just one night of not getting enough sleep. So I want you to really think about that. If you're not sleeping well, or you're not sleeping enough, and you're struggling to make some of these lifestyle changes so that you can get your blood sugar under control, so that you can lose weight and maintain a healthy weight. If you're not getting enough sleep, this is a big barrier for you with your goals. So if you want to work with a coach and work on some strategies on how we can improve our sleep, that's something we certainly do with our members and clients quite often. And it is part of the diabetes prevention program. We certainly have um, a sleep module as part of that program as well. We know that sleep is vitally important for all sorts of other health benefits, obviously, but this is one that is extremely important for those of us who are struggling with prediabetes and want to make changes to get our blood sugar under control. And I'll tell you as a coach that's been working with pre-diabetic um, coaching members for several years now, it's really, really hard to watch someone who's working really, really hard to, to make changes to their diet and they're working really, really hard 
to be active and establish a regular routine of getting movement into their life and lifestyle and find them being very frustrated because the weight isn't moving the way that they would like it to or the blood sugar numbers are not coming down the way that they would like it to. And oftentimes it can be due to two things, either chronic sleep deprivation or chronic stress. So these are things that we definitely address in the pre the diabetes prevention program as we're always taking a holistic view with our holistic approach when it comes to coaching with our members. And again, just a quick review before I let everybody go, you know, the challenge for today was to think about your sleep. And if you're a snoozer, can we try this hack to kind of give up the snooze button because it's really not improving our sleep. It's certainly not improving the quality of our sleep. Can we try to roll out of bed instead of rising? And by doing so, can we try this hack? Number one, slither to the floor. Take your time to wake up fully. If you're not ready to rise, if when you're ready, rise to your feet, start your routine. If you still need a minute, crawl to the bathroom. I know it sounds corny, splash water on your face. And lastly, the second part of that hack is really think about the time that you're scheduling each and every day to get into bed. Is it enough time? Think about the time that you're scheduling yourself to wake up. And if you're a regular snoozer for 20 or 30 minutes, do I maybe just need to go ahead and adjust my wake up time and quit hitting the snooze? This is Jarrell Krillich, the Frisco Fit City ambassador reminding you to get up, get out, get moving each and every day. Make it a great day.